Do you create music playlists? Do you use them to inspire you or give you energy or maybe to calm or relax you? You can also use playlists as a way to change your environment and create more energy. Today, we're talking about empowering ways that you can use playlists. Welcome to the Inspired Together Teachers podcast. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators who've worked with thousands of teachers, and we know the struggles that you face on a daily basis. Do you want to make a difference and still enjoy your life outside of school? Together, we can tackle the overwhelm, gain clarity, and build confidence to live the life you deserve. Are you ready to be inspired? We can't wait to explore ways to improve your work life and home life so that you can live your best life. Do you create music playlists? What's great about playlists is that you can create them for any reason. If you're like me, you've probably created a few playlists. I have a workout playlist with high energy world music for Zumba. I love a playlist called French Baking Music, although I don't listen to it when I'm baking because I don't usually bake, but it's both calming and relaxing music, but it's also not boring. A lot of coffee shop playlists are kind of like that. I also like soft jazz playlists. And during the holidays, I like different kinds of Christmas playlists, such as traditional Christmas songs when I'm in the mood for a little Bing Crosby, or sometimes I like instrumental Christmas music. My family even has a playlist for our boat for the summer. It's our boat listening music. That's goals for me because we sail and it's really hard to listen to music when we're sailing. Last week in episode 40, we talked about creating positive environments and that idea that you can control more parts of your environment than you probably think you can. Playlists are another great way that you can control your environment at home and at school. We attend and present at a lot of conferences, and we've noticed that conferences often have playlists. Conferences use music to energize the audience or help them to connect to a particular message or the theme of the conference. For example, conferences use playlists as an empowerment muse, reminding you of your strength, power, and potential. It's a way to make the audience enjoy themselves and feel good about themselves, and it works. At in-person events, people will dance, sing along, and then feel very connected. Music is a shared joy and passion. I might not know the people sitting next to me, but we can all sing along together with Alicia Keys as she belts out, this girl is on fire. When we attended a week-long conference with trainer Brendan Burchard, we fell in love with his music. I think this is probably the first place that we noticed the power of music at a conference. Before he appeared on stage, they played these great upbeat songs. Everybody was tapping their feet and kind of moving around before it even started. And then when Macklemore's song Can't Hold Us started, Brendan came out and he was jumping into the music. The crowd was jumping up and singing and energized. It was really electric. I don't tend to do that in a crowd, stand up and start singing along and moving around to the beat as the presenter is jumping on the stage. And both you and I were doing that, Michelle. I don't usually do that either, but you get to the part where he sings and the ceiling can't hold us. Every person in the room is holding their hands toward the ceiling, like ceiling can't hold us. It was amazing. We absolutely understood the power of music in the environment. 
I've also attended the Massachusetts Conference for Women several times, and this was a virtual conference. That sometimes is really tricky because you can't see all the people and you don't know anybody, but you're not in the room. When you're in the room with people, you just start chit-chatting with people and you can get energy that way. It's hard to do that when you're alone. They use that music very effectively to fill the voids and to connect people together. They would play a song in between the presenters and then they would just turn the camera on so that you could see all the people on the Zoom screen. Then you would see people nodding and clapping and holding their hands and singing along. And then you'd look around and you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to sing along too because nobody can hear me. We can see each other. It was really effective. Again, I felt like, wow, they're figuring out how to use music to really connect people and to connect that audience in ways that they want them to connect. That particular conference, it was for women entrepreneurs and business leaders. So their playlist was full of songs like Kings and Queens by Ava Max or Let's Get Loud by J-Lo or Halo from Beyonce, Rise Up, Andrew Day. A lot of songs that were vibrant, they were all women-focused and women-empowering. They chose the right songs for the audience, and I thought it worked well. I know from my experience that the women attending felt collectively inspired and empowered by the music that they were listening to that day. Brene Brown shares with us the deeper reason for why we have those common bonding moments. In her book, Braving the Wilderness, Brene Brown says that we are all looking for those moments of joy and connection so that we can bear witness to this human connection we're all experiencing. It's like lightning in a bottle, she says. We have to catch enough glimpses of people connecting to one another and having fun together that we believe it's true and possible for all of us. That's why we rally around our school songs even long after we've been students. And it's why at a concert, we all sway together, linking arms and singing with strangers. The power of that collective joy helps us transcend the divisions in the world. And in a divisive world like we have, we need that more than ever. Music can be that connector. I think of that with an example from my own school. I attended the University of Wisconsin and they have a school song, but they have a second school song called Varsity. When they play that, everyone stands up. You put your arms around whoever's next to you, whether or not you know them. They will dim the lights. We particularly go to basketball. So the lights go down and the music starts. Everyone starts swaying and singing together. It is really powerful. People feel very connected. Isn't that what we all want more of? Don't you want that for your school and your classroom? You can use music playlists in your life as well. Think about the ways that music inspires and motivates you personally. We all need that boost from time to time that we get from listening to music. We want and maybe more we need to feel uplifted. Music is a great way to change how we are feeling at any given time. You've had that experience probably where music completely changed your mood. You had a rough day, you got in the car, you were tired, and then a few songs came on from your favorite album or the tempo increased and all of a sudden you were singing along and you forgot what you were unhappy about. I just love it when that happens. I love it when music changes my mood. I created a playlist of music for presentations and workshops. I still get nervous sometimes when I'm speaking in front of a large crowd. I use music to take me out of my head and help build my confidence. I make this whole list of musical songs that I find really inspiring and empowering. I play it before a presentation. When I'm driving to wherever I'm speaking, I will play it in the car. Even my husband knows, oh, we have to turn on the female empowerment playlist. He jokes around, but it really is. And I love to listen to it in the car. There's songs that I 
love that energize me, that help me understand and remind me of who I am and what I want to do. Then I'll play it at the beginning of a workshop or a presentation. When Paul and I do workshops, it's always playing in the background when we're starting at the beginning. It fills those awkward silences. And I think it helps set a positive tone. Just an example of some of the songs that are on my empowerment playlist. I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas, Defying Gravity by Dina Menzel. Oh, I love Some Days You Gotta Dance by The Ticks. This Girl Is On Fire, Alicia Keys. I Won't Back Down by Tom Petty, A Million Dreams by Pink. It goes on and on. I probably have 60 or 80 songs on that playlist. All songs that I like and all songs that really get me all revved up. My song choices might seem a little all over the place, but that's kind of the point. You get to choose the songs that inspire and motivate you. Your list is going to be different than my list. That's okay. Nobody's judging anything. It's pick the songs that lift you up. What I notice about all those songs that you just listed is they are all high energy and they are fast tempos. And those really do lift you up and get you moving. One of the things that I love about my Peloton walking app, talked about my Peloton walking app on previous podcast episodes, is that I get to actually pick the theme and the playlist of one of those walking exercises before I go. The title, if you haven't used the Peloton app, usually has the general theme in it. And then you can open it up and dig a little farther and see what the playlist would be. That matters for me because if I'm going to walk, I want energy. I want lots of momentum to keep me going at a nice fast pace. So I tend to choose workouts like the ABBA walk or the Shaka Khan walk because I'm moving a whole lot faster than and I'm sometimes singing along as I'm walking down the street. You need the Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves song list when you're walking because that one is also upbeat, happy, and fun. And you can't listen to that song. I know it's a really old song. You cannot listen to that song and not feel like you are walking on sunshine. So what about you? Do you ever wish that you had more confidence or you had a playlist to pick you up when you're feeling down? You want to feel more empowered by music? If you have not created your playlist yet, we encourage you to do that. Maybe you already have a playlist that you've made, but you forgot about it or you haven't listened to it in a long time. I was thinking about that when I was looking at this and thinking about my Zumba playlist, which during the pandemic, I played every single day and I haven't played it lately. And I'm like, oh, I love those songs. I want to get that out and play that while I'm doing dishes today. Many of you probably already use music playlists at school. We know teachers of young children who use playlists for cleanup time or transition times. Some teachers use playlists of soft instrumental music that you can use during quiet work time. Teachers might also create playlists that are connected to their area of content and then use those songs to engage students. Think of things like Schoolhouse Rock's Grammar or the History and Government songs on Schoolhouse Rock playlists. Maybe use playlists as students enter the classroom, either to calm them down or to pump them up. I know some teachers have playlists that they use to help students with self-regulation. You could also use playlists to energize a sleepy first hour class. The first thing if they come in the morning and everybody's all sleepy and you want them to have some energy to do their work. 
Also, people are using playlists in their lunchrooms. I actually am working in a school right now that plays music at lunch. Their rule is that the kids' voices can't be louder than the music. So if they want to be able to hear the music, they have to keep their voices at a controllable level. That's brilliant because the kids get the energy of the music. They get to hear the music. They think lunch is fun. But it's also, instead of people walking around telling them to be quiet, they're regulating their own voices so they can still hear the music. It's a great idea. It's genius, actually. I thought so, too. And it seems to be working very well. Think about the ways that you could use music at your school or in your classroom to create that environment that you wish to have or create different playlists for the different environments that you're trying to create in your classroom throughout the day. It takes us to our next topic, which is one of our favorites. This one is all about your walk-on song. The walk-on song idea is an extension of using a playlist. The idea is to choose a song as your personal theme song or walk-on song. A walk-on song is the song that they play when you are presenting and you walk across the stage and the music comes on. For example, the late night talk show hosts, each of them have their walk-on song and you know that music and you hear it, you know they're coming out. That's what a walk-on song is. Paul and I were introduced to the idea at a conference when the keynote speaker shared that she loved the idea of having a walk-on song. They asked her before she showed up what her walk-on song should be. She said, Dolly Parton's nine to five. She said she chose it because she loved it because it's so upbeat and it just made her happy. Everyone sings along with it. She wants the audience to be engaged with her before she even opens her mouth. So, of course, everybody in the audience and especially us were thinking afterwards, oh, we should have a walk-on song. Wouldn't that be fun? What would your walk-on song be? It is important to note here that you don't have to be speaking on a stage to choose a walk-on song. Consider it your personal theme song, a song that reminds you of who you are and who you want to be or how you want the energy to be when you're around. I have a question for you, Paula. <laughs> What's your walk-on song? After we did that, I decided that my walk-on song would be Happy by Pharrell Williams for a few different reasons. First of all, I just want to show up in the world happy. Second of all, I love the tempo and the lyrics. Also, I kind of just like the idea of walking around and people are clap along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Like just everybody <laughs> getting up and clapping and moving around. That just sounds like fun. It just makes me happy. It makes me smile. So that being said, Michelle, what did you decide your walk-on song would be? My walk-on song is Sia's Unstoppable because it's about having immense confidence. When I struggle with confidence, or even when I have a lot of confidence, but then I get nervous right before I'm presenting, oh, I just listened to that song. She's talking about being a Porsche with no brakes and being unstoppable and invincible. And those are all words I need to hear. So I love that song. When it comes on the radio, I promise you, I am cranking it up. This idea works for a classroom, too. Think about a theme song that maybe your class would like to have that reminds everybody about their potential or about the possibilities. You could ask students for suggestions. Of course, you'd want to check out the songs first, but maybe all the students could listen. Maybe you could vote and have the classroom theme song. Just sounds like a lot of fun. 
We're sure that you can find many times to play your class theme song throughout the year if you start thinking about it. Sports teams have theirs. Other groups have theirs. It's just a bonding experience, and it's something that students would likely remember fondly for many years. I can just think of them saying, oh, I remember her. Our theme song was, or the kids remembering looking around and watching other kids dancing along to their theme song. So have fun with it. It's fun to think about and create your playlists. We'll leave you today with the words of Plato. Music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to the imagination, and life to everything. To recap today's episode, we say it often, you are more powerful than you think. Rather than accept the energy in any given space, you have the power to alter it. Using music playlists or a special theme song is a way to change the mood and the energy of a room, as well as to remind you or to remind students of their power and potential. In true teacher fashion, we end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to think about how you can use a playlist to create the kind of environment you want to have in your spaces at school and at home. Maybe you'll even choose your very own walk-on song or your class theme song. We won't be grading your homework, but we'd love to hear how it's going. So reach out to us through our email, our website, or our social media channels. We'd love to hear your walk-on song so we can compile a list for our next empowering playlist. Go ahead and send them to us so we can see what people choose. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would go into your podcast host and write us a review. It just takes a minute or so and reviews help other teachers to find us and it helps us to build a strong community of inspired teachers. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers or head over to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com, for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.